Blessed be the name of God forever. Wisdom and might are his. He changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those with understanding. He knows secret things and what is in the darkness, because all light dwells with him. The Lord declares to his children, Fear not, I am with you. Yet, once more, in a little while, I will shake the heavens and the earth. I will shake all nations, so that the treasures of all nations shall come in, and I will fill my temple with glory, and in this place I will give everlasting peace. So says the Lord of hosts. Gracious God, you command us to come before you boldly, and each of us asks ourselves, how can poor, sin-polluted beggars be bold approaching the King of the universe? Thank you, God, that you answer back that it is because we are approaching the throne of grace, that we are approaching a King who delights in mercy, that our King has sent his own dear Son, Christ Jesus, that he might become man, that he might live the perfect life, that he might suffer, be crucified, buried, and resurrected for our sins, that he now sits at the right hand of God in heaven, where he at this moment prays for all of those who are his children. We know, Father, that if we prayed in our own names, you could not hear us, but we pray not in our own name, but in the name of Christ Jesus, about whom all in heaven proclaim now and forever, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Through the intercession of the Holy Spirit, on the basis of the merit of Jesus Christ, and on the declaration of Jesus Christ himself, that you, O Father, love all those whom Jesus Christ has made perfect as much as you love him, it is on that basis we can come boldly. God, we thank you that we see evidence around us of your promise to Noah that while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, winter and summer shall not cease. Thank you for the beauty of springtime and all the promise and joy it inspires. In the midst of this, we confess we also see proof that what Jesus told his disciples is very true, that in this world there will be tribulation. Many of your children gathered here today have never experienced warfare and barbaric conduct by nations that is on display in Eastern Europe today. Because we have gone 50 or 60 years without a war between great powers, we have become deluded into thinking that the story of humanity, going back thousands of years, an almost unbroken story of war, tyranny, and atrocity, that that has somehow been altered. The same improvements in science and technology that have improved our lives materially have increased mankind's ability to kill each other more effectively. We pray, God, that you would use this dark backdrop to display the light of your glory all the more clearly. We see evidence that you are already doing so. We know that people in Ukraine and around the world have been praying that the invading Russian army would become confused and fatigued, that their equipment would malfunction, that they would lose their desire to fight, and that their leader's intent on evil would be stopped. By your grace, the news accounts suggest that that is precisely what is happening. You have given the people of Ukraine courage. They are standing against evil. Praise be to God. We thank you, God, that you have restrained those in Russia from using even more destructive weapons 
and that you have kept them from truly indiscriminate bombing and destruction of cities and civilians. Even so, the damage, death, and destruction have been horrific. We pray, Father, for the millions of refugees. We ask God that people in Europe, around the world, in our country, in this very congregation, would be guided to the most effective means of helping meet the needs of these suffering people, and that this cup of water would clearly be seen as coming from the hand of Christ. We lift up those in Ukraine and Russia whose family members are among the thousands who have been killed or injured by warfare. As awful and heartbreaking as this is, we pray that we would remember that even in times of hard providence, you are faithfully carrying out your great plan of electing love upon the souls of all people, and these afflictions do not occur haphazardly, but according to your perfect wisdom in working out all things for our good and your glory. Though people are in the midst of affliction, your loving arms remain under them. In times of trial and suffering, the hearts of those who love you are most often drawn closer to you, and thoughts of heaven and eternal things wean us from love of this world. We pray that these times of pandemic and warfare would make clear to us how precious life is and how urgent it is that we zealously obey the command to redeem the time because we now see more than ever that the days are evil. We confess that while we are eager to see the forces of evil resisted in Europe, we are all too often comfortable letting evil reside in us in a state of what we insanely believe is peaceful coexistence. We see how evil men are willing to kill and destroy to achieve their objectives. We pray that you would use this to illustrate to each of us that sin is doing the very same thing to us. May we be busy killing sin because sin is busy killing us. If we live according to the flesh, we will die. But if by the Spirit we put to death the deeds of the body, we shall live. This is as serious as life and death. By your grace, may we treat it that way, not someday, but this day. Thank you, God, for saving and watching over Una Blythe and for the good report regarding her surgery a few days ago. We ask your continued provision for Brian Riffle and Joan Hotchkiss. We lift up all who are suffering, whether from seasonal illness, disease, mental or physical disability, financial distress, or the other myriad challenges that are part of life this side of heaven. May those so afflicted and all those praying for them not be weary in well-doing. May we trust you, your timing, and your wisdom. Give us faith, Father, to know and believe that although we may not have received an answer to our prayer, that you have indeed heard our prayer, that whatever we pray, that you will answer, if not by giving that for which we have asked, then by giving us that for which we should have asked. Our time is short and our needs are many. Thanks be to God that you know our true needs and requests before we lift them up. May we be comforted by this reality. We pray for the proclamation of your word. Bless Pastor Nathan and his faithful preparation. Give each of us a sense of expectancy, trusting that as you promise, we will be blessed as we hear the word of life preached, and may we not be merely informed, but transformed by the word which is living, powerful, and all-sufficient. Thank you for your love for us, your patience with us, and for creating a home for us in heaven, where one day soon we may worship and adore you forever. 
We pray all this in Christ's precious name. Amen.